Hey. Hey. I guess I should have said 1230. Yeah, maybe. It's okay. I was looking at wallpaper. Like all <laughs> homeowning adults, right? If that means you're really bored, message received. <laughs> no, we are like ramping up our home improvement project. So I've convinced Tim to let me look at wallpaper for a couple of walls. Didn't you like get one for the bathroom and then you got the wrong one or something? Oh, I got it. It no, I got the right one, but it was like misprinted. So the oh. like there was a car on it and like the the frame of the car was like three inches above the tires. <laughs> so I have two rolls of that to throw away if anybody wants some messed up wallpaper. They're not going to send you new wallpaper. I just told them I wanted a refund because they, well, they said they only had that same lot. So they assumed they were all misprinted. So I'm sorry. I don't give a shit. Sounds terrible. It's fine. So uh, I thought I had timed our our meeting today well because I was going to take 45 minute Peloton ride. Okay. The Peloton is in the basement and I had started the laundry before I got on the bike. So when I was done, it was done. Okay. Um, so then I was getting laundry out and we don't dry everything right. So I was hanging up yeah, laundry, yeah. doing the whole bit. And I was like, all right, we're good. And then I go upstairs and I was like, should I shower? <laughs> Did you shower? Your hair looks wet. Okay. So then I was like, I should just shower. Because if I don't shower before this, I'm not going to shower. I'm just going to like, I'm going to dry. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, yeah, it's fine. So oh, it's fine. So that's what I did. But it did make me think of a good question. Okay. Do you separate your whites and your darks? Or do you do any other separation like... You do your own laundry and Tim does his. Oh my God. You're going to make so much fun of me because I am bonkers when it comes to laundry separation. I have my like pinks, reds, tans, browns, my blues, greens, my blacks. No, you don't. My whites. I do. I'm fucking nuts. How do you even do that? I've gotten lazy in that I now combine some of those because I don't care and then the less I care about my clothes the less I care about how they're separated Mm -hmm. and yes we wash our clothes separately so this fascinates me as a couple and why is that did a fight happen early on was this a a decision that okay you came to peacefully (laughs) yeah so it so that's an interesting thing I had this whole thought yesterday about if I was a stand-up comedian I have this perfect joke so um, it seems like early on in our like marriage or relation, whenever we started living together, whatever, Tim would, Tim would help out by adding my clothes to his wash mm-hmm. and every single thing would get ruined, right? <laughs> because a man can buy a tuxedo and wash it in a washing machine on hot, on hot, you know, hot water, the longest, heaviest wash there is, then pull it out, not even shake it out, stick it in the dryer on high for an hour and it comes out perfect. But if I look at my clothes sideways, a little too hot, they shrink. So I, yeah, so we have had some like knockdown drag outs. Not really, but we've had some <laughs> heated screaming on my end from my clothes getting ruined all of the time. And even my dad, my dad has tried to help me and yeah. absolutely just destroyed some of my clothes. So, like, I yeah. wonder if they, you know, they try to do studies about like, 
couples where they're like oh are they the middle child are they you know both introverts are they opposites but I don't know if I've seen a study of do they do their laundry separately or together because I would really love to know the success rate of a couple based on this because Ooh, yeah. I do I'm finding more and more that there are couples that are they just do their own laundry mm-hmm. Yeah. And that fascinates me. Now I will say Tim is like the main laundry person in the household though. So like he is wonderful in that he does like the towels and the sheets and the underwear. That's the only load we combine is the underwear. (laughs) Because it's all the same juices, baby, eventually. (laughs) (laughs) If you bump them naked, bump them clothed, I guess. awful um but yeah so like tim is like the one that like if it was up to me we would never have a clean towel we would never have clean sheets and we would never have clean underwear so tim tim but that's just tim like does it like he gets home from work doesn't even say hello to me puts clothes in the washer then comes upstairs and says hello I'm not like that. I'm like, I need to play. I need to like map my shit out. Like I need these three outfits to wear for the next week. And these two things are in this load and this is in this load and this is in this load. How can I wash them? But no, I think you're right. I think you're onto something about the success rate. Now, do you guys wash together or separate? Together. Um, Now we do separate whites yeah versus um colors but also we have an additional separation of you don't put it in the dryer so like we call them the good clothes so the good clothes get hung up yeah i have a separate hamper for my good clothes our hamper is three so it's like the colors that we don't care about then it's the the colors and like we don't have as many whites that get hung but the the middle one is clothes that don't go in the dryer and then the last one are whites, which we wash with, with bleach. See now, like, I don't, I don't have whites. Like, I don't. So that is a, I barely have any whites. I put <laughs> things in the white thing because we have a white thing, but Jeremy has undershirts. And yeah. so I think he always like gets mad because if I do the laundry I will only do the good clothes and the darks and he's like you never do the whites I'm like well they're not mine I don't need I do the laundry when I need something yes (laughs) and that's how my cycle of doing laundry is when I need something to wear he would do it methodically like he does everything else if it were strictly up to him yeah that's how. but like over the years he got sick of being the one to just do the laundry so he has like (laughs) taken like minor little stands against me and not do the laundry for a long period (laughs) yeah So, um, but I will say during the (coughs) pandemic, because I was home, that changed a lot of like the way we operated in the house a lot. So I would say we probably do laundry equally now because I'm home Mm -hmm. and I can, we can throw something in, in the morning that doesn't want to be dried. And rather than it sit in washer all day while we're at work, I can take it out and hang it up to dry. So so our cycle has gotten, we have improved relationship wise since the pandemic as it relates to laundry and some (laughs) other like household chores, emptying the dishwasher, things like that. So he historically had done these things, although it was really getting to a point where he was getting annoyed so thank god for the pandemic right (laughs) saved our marriage don't tell tim because i still don't do that stuff like i just because i am very much a i guess i take advantage of that like it's stuff i don't care about Mm -hmm. but it's something tim is the same way he's very methodical so he like does it and i'm like but i don't care to do it (laughs) i don't i don't want to do it I'll do it when I want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we haven't hit that that point yet. Yeah, I, I wonder at what point that I that do other things. Hmm? 
I said, I like to, I justify that I do like other things. Yeah, I was like of that too. But I think ultimately, if you were to line it up, he did more, you know, like if you really like I got mad at him. Like I used to make I used to make Jeremy's lunch every every morning for okay. him to bring to work. I used to make it and it annoyed the piss out of me. Like you can't make your fucking lunch. Um, so eventually I just stopped. I'm like, I'm not making your fucking lunch anymore. I'm not. I'm not your mother. You're a grown ass man. Okay. But if you think about it, like he mows the lawn. Like there's a lot of things like that I wouldn't even attempt to do. So like I try not to push these things too much because ultimately <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come back to bite you in the yeah, end. Yeah. So I yeah. try not to to take a stand mm-hmm. too much um against this. Yeah. So I would love to hear from our non-listeners. Yeah. Um what you do. Do you if you're in a couple, do you do your wash separately together? And and what, if anything, occurred so that you were at the way that you do things currently? Yeah. Like I feel like I have to, I still, even though we do separate. I still feel like I need to like hang a sign in the laundry room that says like, if it's Asia's, put it down. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. something like that. Cause it just seems like it doesn't matter. Like, oh, poor Tim. We came back from Florida in February and I had like a number of clothing items that I wore in Florida that being from Pennsylvania wouldn't need to wear for months right yeah including a brand new bathing suit so me being how I am I was like I'm not gonna waste time to wash these right now I'm just gonna put them in the hamper in my good clothes hamper because it was like three lay to flat lay flat to dry dresses a lay flat or a hang to dry shirt which was Tim's my bathing suit, which I had like rinsed and I only wore it in salt water. So it wasn't like chlorinated. Right. Put them all in my hamper. And I was like, I'll wash them closer to the warm weather. (laughs) So finally the warm weather rolls around and I put them in the washer and you might have been podcasting or something. I forget, but there was like a delay in me getting them out of the washer. So I go downstairs and I'm like, do I hear the dryer on? <laughs> I like lost my fucking mind. All of those clothes, including the bathing suit, were in the dryer on like medium heat or something not even like air dry or low (laughs) I can't even tell you how I screamed like all the windows were open the whole neighborhood heard the banshee bitch come out of me and then the best part is I screamed and Tim didn't say anything And I took that to mean that my dad did it. <laughs> so then I was like upstairs and I was like, I'm so angry. I can't even say anything to him. Right. Like I'm out, Tim, we were, Tim was out on the balcony and I'm out there and I'm like pacing back and forth. And I'm like, I have said so many fucking times not to fucking touch my clothes. And I'm like, I can't, ah." right? So I like, I finally get to the point where I can like calm down and breathe a little bit. So then the next day, next day, my dad comes up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be real diplomatic about this. So he likes, he like sometimes in the morning, we'll stop in my office and like say good morning and sit down and play with the dogs. So I said, look, dad. (sighs) 
you, I know you want to help me out, but my clothes got put in the dryer and they were all like delicate, like lay flat clothes. And he was like, I didn't touch your clothes. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I learned not to touch your clothes. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. So I texted Tim and he was like, I was too afraid to say anything to you in the moment. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I got, I was real bad. It's not, if it was like the first time, it would be like a learning experience. But like on the 70th time, it's just time to be screamed at, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but in his defense, if you make a mistake that you've been told multiple times not to make, if you make that mistake, you're running from the crime scene. You are not admitting. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand why he didn't just admit to me. Yeah, you can't admit it. it was him. But I was like, you almost let my dad take like go down for that. And he was like, <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was going to tell you when I got home from work because I texted him or called him or something like yeah, but no, I understand. I would not. I don't think I would have admitted it in the you moment. Can't. You absolutely like, try to get away with it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So I think now we're pretty. We're we're pretty solidly never going to touch my clothes again. Hopefully. Well, with that, Ah. I am Sammy C. And I'm Asia. And this is Sheets. Wow. The podcast. I just keep on picking up the bullshit. What? Picking up the bullshit. The what? What? Uh. Well, what are you drinking? It's just tea in a big jar. And it's hot. And it's very hot. Yeah. <laughs> I can see your glasses fogging up yeah. when you go to drink it. Well, I like, I haven't wanted to drink water lately. And I've been making iced tea, but I finished the iced tea late last night. So then I didn't make any more. And now I've got nothing to drink. So I made hot tea. Sweetened? No. Mm. But my iced tea's been sweetened. So that's been helping me pack on the pounds. Good, good. Yeah. <clears throat> just in time for the winter months, though. So. Yeah, I'm just bulking up for the winter. Yeah. Gotta survive the the cold right yeah it's for safety reasons i gotta be insulated out on those ski slopes yeah jeremy and i are gonna do a lot of internal insulation today (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's the plan on this day off that we have nice um so yeah what's been going on has it been a minute it's been like 10 minutes uh, and that's a me 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's been a Sam's 10 minutes, which was really like 28 and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. So, <clears throat> so um, there was something. We're going to steal it. I'm fine stealing it if you're fine stealing it. What are we stealing? The question. I don't know the source, so we can't reference it. Yeah, but here's a debate topic that we both saw on Reels, but I imagine maybe it started on TikTok. Whatever, you it's obviously a video of these guys podcasting. Yeah, hang on one second. Okay, sorry. I don't. Um. So the the question asked on this podcast, in similar, I might add to the way that we sort of have been posing questions, and people yeah. can go either way. But I think they stole our format, right? Yeah. Clearly. So we'll see you in court. And, um, <laughs> the question was: When you wipe, do you fold your toilet paper or crumple it? 
Oh, first of all, I feel like this is a strangely intimate question. Um, yes. Yeah, obviously, because you're talking about wiping your butt, but but also fascinating. Yeah. So I feel like we should guess. What each other does? Yeah. You're a folder. You're a crumpler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do we why do why could we guess that so easily? That's so weird. <laughs> Well, add it to the things that they probably have not done studies about. <laughs> All right. If you want to do less intimate, but similar idea. When you blow your nose, <clears throat> do you feel like you fold the tissue or is it sort of crumpled? Hold on a second. Let me. What do you mean? Like when you, yeah. So then when you throw it in the trash, does it look crumpled or does it look folded? It's folded. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Jeremy is a very clear fold. Like he folded, like it looks so fucking neat. And mine <laughs> looks like to me what a fucking tissue looks like in the trash can. It's crumpled up. Well, I so, would say. I would say my tissues when I blow are a little bit more crumpled. Like this is, I folded it, but I think it normally gets folded like to this and then it gets crumpled into my pocket or the back the thing. So that's funny. Yeah. yeah. So that, I mentioned that because it leads me to believe that Jeremy is a folder. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Ooh. You've never asked him, huh? No, I never really yeah. thought about it. Now I need to, I feel like I need to ask Tim because I, shit, I don't know. I don't know. Now I gotta know. I'm gonna ask him. Isn't that weird? Does it change your mind about a person? Well, I think <clears throat> that's the beauty of some of these questions is that it shouldn't, <laughs> right? No, it shouldn't. <laughs> it does then there's something you're just looking for excuses at this point oh that's true like imagine being in a relationship that's it we found it you're in a relationship with someone you don't know how to break up with them find one of these random things folding android whatever it may be yep yep and be like this is it i feel like fundamentally and maybe we could publish like fake scientific articles suggesting <laughs> great idea certain ways about people so it's like here i read this article statistically we're not going to work out we are not a match we could be like mari povich we are not and honestly can we get in trouble because horoscopes do essentially the same thing and i don't see those people getting in trouble really what is the difference between me reading my horoscope and fox news <laughs> your horoscope is more accurate right <laughs> and exactly. horoscopes are based on more science like with the moon and yes. shit whatever then yes. fox news Probably is just not. based on you know hating people who <laughs> are in, of a different anything yes um Honestly, though, like, this is the weirdo in me. I've been following my astrology this year, and it's been, like, scarily accurate. And I don't mean just, like, you know, Joe Schmo's horoscope. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like, the full-on, like, planetary alignment astrology stuff. But you don't think there's a slight possibility that you're sort of manifesting your own... I mean, I think I've been. She's really thinking about it. I'm, yeah, I feel like I've always been manifesting my own destiny, but 
I feel like, well, let's put it this way. I experienced something and then I looked up my horoscope, my, my astrological, like based on my birth chart horoscope. And it was a long-term transit that like I had, I was already experiencing. And then I was reading about like, you may experience this. And I was like, well, I have been, so that's wild. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of horoscopes. You may experience. No, it's not like that though. Like it's like the planetary alignment thing. So it's not like, you know, I don't know. You'll have, you just, you know, you, you and I differ on this maybe. Well, I'm only pushy. Let's just picture me sort of as a devil's advocate. Here's a thought, bro. I wonder, like, did it matter? <laughs> like, have you reading your horoscope and discovering it was, how was that of consequence to the way you're living your life? Mm-hmm. You know, here's why I'm thinking. This is what I, I just thought of this. So did you ever, I eventually started diving into the facebook reels have you done this okay what do you mean so like you know reels on instagram yeah well they're now facebook has reels and if you go through them they're like the knockoff version of the reels you're gonna get on instagram right they're like weird and stupid and a lot of times i get like clips of movies that the subtitles are in like japanese but the (laughs) movies like definitely made in america or at least an english-speaking country so i all of my my reels are similar to the ones that i see on instagram oh well maybe i just started watching them and they haven't figured out my algorithm yeah that's what it is but have you ever hit the um I actually deleted my Facebook app from my uh, screen, so I have to search for it. But have you ever, um, where is it? Have you ever watched a video, a video on Facebook and then somehow gotten to the, oh, I don't know. The rabbit hole of watching all those videos. Yeah, where the re- they like automatically play. Yeah, so I am addicted to that guy who cleans cow's hooves. I'll admit it. Oh, God, I've seen that guy. Addicted. I'm addicted to the guy that cleans carpets. <laughs> area rugs. So interesting. Like, where the fuck is he getting these area rugs that look like they've been smeared in shit for the last 30 years? <laughs> Well, I could come up with some ideas, but we don't have time for that. So um, my point was I was watching these reels and this movie clip came on that I didn't know what movie it was, but yeah. it was a mom and a little boy. And the mom was the chick. Did you guys watch Yellowstone? Yes. So the mom was the chick in Yellowstone, the badass sister. so watching her be this mom was like fascinating so here's the scene she's like folding laundry with her son and her son goes mom did you know i have a sister and she's like of course your sister's right there and he's like no i have another sister i saw her when i went to heaven she died in your belly what did she look like she looks kind of like my sister now but with your hair and the mom was like what was her name like she's crying now what was her name and she's like the little boy's like she didn't have a name because you didn't give her one and i was like what fucking movie is this stupid ass concept with this crazy bitch of an, a woman like in yellowstone playing this mom who's crying over this horse shit yeah what movie is this so i find the movie and it's heaven is for real and Greg Kinnear plays this pastor who's married to this woman. And they have two kids. But the son, who's four, has um, basically appendicitis, emergency, it bursts. And he has to go to emergency surgery to get it removed. It had been infected because it burst a couple of days before they figured it out. And um, 
while he's getting the surgery, he goes to heaven. So when he comes back, he's telling his dad, like, hey, I saw you in the chapel yelling at God. And while mom was on the phone asking all of her friends to pray, which is no way could this kid have known that that this was happening while he was in surgery, talking about going to heaven, meeting his, you know, like, so the movie goes like he's slowly little boy tells him more and more things where the dad's like the pastor's like, oh, my God, he did go to heaven. He met Jesus and the drama, which they had to make, I guess, some sort of drama for this. Yeah, just the God, the God was that his like he was such a successful pastor at this church, but then like people started turning on him because he wouldn't shut up about his son having gone to heaven. (laughs) They're like, we need you to stop doing it, which a didn't make sense to me because like, don't you all believe in heaven? Like, isn't that like the miracle of miracles? Yeah, are you? So that's why I'm not sure it was concocted. But then the other side, I didn't understand why he cared so much like again i the drama i didn't understand like him being like getting lost and like trying to see if whether or not his son did go to heaven i'm like who cares if he did go to heaven why does that matter that's what i didn't understand because to me either way true or not he's four and if heaven does exist and he was describing it great that's something you already believed in so what yeah, right drama? so that's <laughs> that's hilarious i'm like, thinking a lot about that movie and then the concept in general of certain things it's like who cares yeah i'm not saying who cares like it's stupid i'm just saying why does it matter yes like there you create drama where there's no drama right <laughs> yeah he's four number one he's four so you could just be like whatever and number two you're already a pastor at a fucking church who definitely should believe in heaven yeah it's like more shocking when it's someone who doesn't believe yeah like if you're telling me this guy was like it should have been an atheist or something yeah yeah or like yeah like some drug addicted atheist who like turned his back on god because his mother died or something and then and then his kid has this experience and yeah like, oh shit but no real. this is a pastor i'm like this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard of in my wow. life wow yeah i some of the things on facebook have you ever seen the videos where they're like 20 or 30 minutes long and they're gonna like do something and so they show you all the stuff they're gonna do and then they like keep hyping you up to like i have a short attention span for that because i also don't want to get trapped where it's like any video that i get to right away that says wait till the end i immediately skip over it well they're all clickbait bullshit i guess just so these people get paid yeah but like the first the first one i ever saw was i was like so confused at what i was watching these women were like how to make you know those icing cookies that are like they're sugar cookies with like the pink icing on them yeah they're like real soft or whatever yeah you go to the supermarket yeah yes so it was like how to make these even better or something something like that and they were like showcasing the cookie over and over and then they tell you what they're gonna like then they're like we're gonna make this cookie so much better oh my and then they're like and it's like the oh my god i'm so excited and the other one's like oh my god i'm so excited oh my god this is gonna be so amazing oh my god this is so exciting oh my god i'm so excited okay ready okay ready okay well wait we're gonna do this and blah and they just tell you what they're gonna do and then they say okay ready okay ready and then they tell you what they're gonna do and then they say okay ready 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 and then they tell you what they're gonna do and then they finally start to like do something and these women literally took like a waffle iron and they sprayed it 800 times with nonstick spray. Cause they kept saying, okay, are you ready? And then they like spray the thing. And then they finally eventually put the cookies already baked in the waffle iron. And that was the video, but it was 20 minutes long. And they kept checking it and they kept pulling it up and the cookies were like turning black. 
And I was like, oh, there's something wrong with this. Like, there's something wrong with this country. Yeah, during that time, they, like, stole all your credit card information. Probably. And then there's all these people commenting, like, oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I will not watch videos that have this intentional long buildup. Yeah, it, to me, I don't trust it. But the interesting thing is, there's nothing. They don't actually do anything. Like there's, they don't really do anything. I've seen them do this. They do it with cakes too. Like, like they're gonna decorate a birthday. Cake. Well, yeah, maybe there's some sort of metric. If you get people to watch a video that's 20 minutes long, you get this amount of money. Yeah, you know, like that's the only explanation. I'm pretty sure. Other than them robbing you, I think on YouTube, if you get someone to watch past two minutes you get paid something and then if you get them to complete it you get paid something but there might even be like a middle section of that I don't know but like yeah so it's really just people getting paid like people want paid so they do these videos that where they just like and it's wild like they explain the thing over and over and over again like oh I don't know it makes me nuts all right I don't there's just okay so i have this tablet here mm-hmm. and i'm so fucking confused i have this tablet here and i have not been outside today um i don't know like i just had something sitting on the tablet. i don't even know if i had something sitting on the tablet i was writing on it earlier but i just looked down and there's a teeny tiny little worm on it <laughs> What the fuck is this? That is weird. Strange. But maybe it was on your dog. Maybe. That's true. And it fell off that on. Ew. It's on me. All right. We're going to take a commercial break. Yeah. (laughs) Zoom. Fuck you, Zoom. Is it the same login? I think so. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm going to get some water. I'll be right back. Okay. 10 minutes. This is only a 30 minute recording. 30 <laughs> minutes. I don't have to fucking edit this, Sam. so have you watched and have we already talked about the woodstock 99 documentary so we watched that we finished up the last the other the last episode the other day which is weird because I thought we watched it like months ago, but then I thought, did it just come out? I'm so confused. I mean, I only heard about it recently. I, I guess I can't answer that. I also heard about it recently, but we watched something like six or eight months ago. And then when we started watching it, it was on episode three. So I don't know, but I mean, yeah, we basically watched it. Well, I was, so we have a new fan of the show, a friend of mine, Kate. Okay. Um, she's been listening to it now on a good clip because she'll text me randomly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Kate. Thanks she says that. she um, has learned a lot. <clears throat> we are not, we are not, we should have like a disclaimer, like we are not a source of information that you should <laughs> do not make any life decisions Hold on. based on what you hear yeah no um but i know that she was at woodstock 99 yes that's awesome so i was like maybe you could be a guest <laughs> okay so like if we both watch it make sure that we had watched it and be like all right well, honestly what was your experience and she was like, I will, I'm, I'm happy to do it. She's like, 
This is what she texted me. My experience was so different than what they show. It was a group of 10 16-year-olds and four of our moms. There was no drinking, <laughs> no drugs. We shared tents with our moms, so no random sex with strangers. It oh. was just a really fun weekend for us with awesome music. Nice. Um, now, she should be on the fucking commercial that like the anti-documentary being like it was actually a really great time yeah <laughs> there was that chick in the documentary that was like yeah like we just had a great time yeah well she said she would do it again but she agreed that it was a bit chaotic yeah well i said to tim after the last episode like when as it was when it was over i looked at him and i said well, now I guess I understand why my mom wouldn't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a music festival. <laughs> but my favorite part is like, my favorite part of that whole thing was like, the brain behind let's hand out 150,000 lit candles right i i uh <laughs> <laughs> i can't what? what like no things would not have burned as they did if they would <laughs> not have willingly handed out yeah a hundred thousand candles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what? but also like the big the big story that people don't understand is if you don't treat us well yes we will make you pay for that yes like we deserve respect but if we don't get it then you're gonna get exactly what you think we are exactly yeah whether or not i agree with that (laughs) i'm just saying that is what happened and that's almost human nature yeah i mean they're yeah they're just like the conditions and stuff weren't great yeah uh so yeah and then the price gouging right that's that's what i was gonna say like back in 1999 like to have price gouging to the point that they had it like I just feel like back then nobody would take that. But now we just know if we're going to go to something, we're going to pay $12 for a bottle of water. So like be prepared to get raked over the coals. That's just what they do to you nowadays. Right, right, right. Now it's normal. Yeah. But in 1999, when people (laughs) only had like cash. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. You only had cash. Yeah. I mean, people didn't, didn't have cell phones. I mean, I'm sure some people had debit cards, but most of those people probably only used cash. Cash, right. Like they had ATM machines. Right. At like they had nobody needs an ATM machine anymore. You just give them <laughs> your credit card. So yeah, I think that. And then the other thing is, you know, if you look at like the original Woodstock, like did people even pay to get in like some people might did but like then like people weren't paying for food and stuff like the community came together to feed all the hungry hippies like right Right. (laughs) that was vastly different from paying like 17 dollars for a slice of cheese (laughs) yeah it's a little different a little bit yeah yeah so I did really like the um, the stroll down memory lane of that era and like yeah. the MTV and yes. everything. Yes. I I really did enjoy watching the documentary, if for no other reason than I was alive during this time. <laughs> yeah, this is like our generation. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is it. We are the products of the original Woodstock. Yeah. And right. we just made it worse. <laughs> we ruined Woodstock for everyone. Yeah. The, that is just proof that the further in the generation you go, the worse things get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
sort of like inbreeding. (laughs) (laughs) The more and more you do it, (laughs) the less likely you'll have a reasonable product. Yeah. Yeah, so thank God they'll probably just never, ever have a Woodstock ever again. Yeah, probably not. And if they did, it would be like uh, crowdsourced or something. You know, like they had like these like dudes who only cared about money. It would have to really fucking Bernie Sanders would have to throw it for it to be for me to feel like it wasn't somebody trying to just yeah make as much money as possible it would have to be it would have to be like Lollapalooza or whatever like backed by like sustainably run one percent right for the planet companies like yeah. corp cor- b corps or whatever like yeah <laughs> it i don't know but it, i do think it's interesting like um i have friends like Dejina goes to Lollapalooza, tries to go every year or whatever, and uh, she invites me every year. And every year, I'm like, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'd love to do it, but at the same time, the whole idea of it just makes me mm, cringe a little bit. Um, so hold on, I lost my sc- I lost you on my screen. Um, but yeah, so like every year she she invites me and every year I think oh maybe this year and I look at the tickets and I look at like I look at like the tents and the sleeping and the bathrooms and the showers and I'm like yeah "Mm, nah um but yeah I mean I think that if you look at Lollapalooza and it Lollapalooza was happening at the same time like back in 1999 too but now it's like there's the shower village and there's the bathrooms and there's the nourishment tent. Yeah, and you, you know, I'm sure like, they have like Yelp reviews of yeah, each stall or yeah. some shit. It's different. It's so it's so of the era now versus in like, 2006. I went to Bonnaroo. Nice. Okay. Oh, and not that was Lusa. That's what I'm talking about. Bonnaroo. Sorry, Bonnaroo. I don't know what the okay. fuck I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. So in 2006, I went to Bonnaroo with some girlfriends Mm -hmm. we drove out there we camped the one had one of those like really big tents and um that was my first and only camping experience (laughs) um uh we never showered there were like those shower but we never did that we just had like wet wipes like that was the closest we were gonna get yeah um but it was just like, you know, everybody's selling drugs. Then you got like these old ass hippies selling whatever they can to try to make a buck or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it was really fun. But there were some parts where like it could get a little like there were certain bands you just wouldn't see because like it would be too crowded or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I can. I sort I say this only to say like I sort of understand the concept but it wasn't like we weren't in filth you know like yeah that's when things could have gotten really bad but it was just like a bunch of stoned drunk people wanting to listen to music and more often than not of course I guess it depends on the drug but at music festivals people are just so chilled out like they don't even want to do anything yeah now was the weather nice because the weather, I think. Yeah, that- it didn't rain or anything. Yeah, like, because if it rains, that changes everything. That, you're totally right. It, once you are actually dirty, that then there goes the mind. <laughs> and it's... Cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> exactly! I, so, that- yeah, had that been the case. But I just remember it was a lot of fun, but I did definitely didn't need to do it again mm-hmm. now i'm a camper like i love right, you are camp, but i go to camp knowing that i have a shower accessible most of the time and or i'm like okay with being dirty because i'm camping mm-hmm. but like i don't know man the idea of like camping and music festival together just I don't think I could do it. Although I will make one exception. I want to go to Burning Man so bad. Really? Why? 
it is like debauchery in the desert. Like I just think, cause it's, it's all, you know, it's real artistic. So like, it's very like, it's not so much a music festival as an art festival in the desert where they come together and create like a community. It's like a very community based, like, um, the words aren't coming to me but it's like you know you have to go and there's like rule like there's very specific rules um yeah I really don't know anything about it yeah it's wild if you start looking into it like yeah I mean most people go and and do lots of drugs and apparently there's like orgy tents and stuff (laughs) but like um clothing is optional I don't know if this is like um but like it and then but they thing is the thing is they like pay artists like artists supply to like put their installations up okay and then like and they get paid to build their structures or their sculptures or whatever it is and so that's like and they put them like throughout the area and throughout the desert to like, and then people ride bikes. Like it's, everybody gets around by riding a bike because it's so big that you just can't walk it. But so like you spend your days like riding to the different like. Yeah, that sounds cool. Doing drugs. Wait, have there been any issues of Burning Man? Um, I think there's always, you know, there's some level of humanity, but nothing like woodstock 99 like people know what they're getting into like there are absolutely positively very specific rules you have to follow so like and i know there's always um like a police presence like for security and like safety Mm -hmm. but for the most part like i think people go to burning man i'm sure there's people that go to burning man with like bad intentions but there's also people that go to I think the vast majority get it and they I mean people go to Burning Man every single year yeah and it's like a it's like hard to get tickets like you have people get tickets every year so you have to like I don't know but I I one year I decided I was like I'm gonna go to Burning Man and then like did all this research and are we too old is that what you're saying no there's like old fucking people burning man like old people uh you just have to be fun and carefree and kind of like open to whatever i think to go to burning man and the other thing i love about it is like every day like people wear costumes so like every day you could wear a different costume okay yeah well (laughs) good to know i've heard bonnaroo became so different now i think a lot of music festivals are different than when when you know from 99 to you know even 06 was probably towards the end of before it got all like you know big huge uh mainstream i guess is probably the word that i'm looking for yeah maybe so like sell out a little bit i don't know like when i was when i was looking at the bonnaroo tickets the last time it was like um you know come like the new it was like the nutri-grain nutrition tents or something you know (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. every tent was sponsored the showers were sponsored Mm -hmm. by somebody the tents like the food was sponsored it so it's like sponsored and it's like you know bright and shiny versus like dirty your face to the wind kind of yeah 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 Yeah, it's funny i think that's you know what though i think that's with a bunch of things because like i don't know what your college experience was like but like when i went to college it was like the dorms didn't have air conditioning and you just put up with it and like you know it was like you just put up with things like you were just told you basically told you know this is what it's like you put up with it and then like I graduate and they knock down all the residence halls that were there and build these like ultra modern luxury (laughs) dorms yeah and it's like you know every dorm had like 
has food and and lounges and all this stuff that like my dorm didn't have like my like it's just so weird like we yeah. put up with it and the generation just next to us is like no yeah. no we're not gonna do this <laughs> yeah and that's what makes that's why we insist on being separated from the millennials yeah like not for this reason but because we are different than they are we are yeah so for us to be yeah. grouped is just like another example that the people who are naming and categorizing these millennial groups don't even give a shit. They're not even, they're just like, oh, these people, yeah, let's call them millennials. Like, why? Why are we the same? Yeah, why couldn't they just, like, there's this, all this, there's this, like, debate, this constant debate about what we fit into. Well, maybe, uh, clearly, we don't fit into anything. Right. One, if everybody keeps debating it, and we don't fit into anything. Just give us our own little category. Christ it almighty. It's one of those things that like, why does it matter? Like, isn't it sort of arbitrary that we're like, this is the 90s. This is indicative of the 90s. And it's like, no, these things just took place in the 90s. Like, what if what if you looked at the time frame from 1985 to 1995? What if it, that was suddenly how we categorize stuff? Like, would yeah. that be like, that would make more sense the way that we, it is sort of arbitrary. Like you define something by a grouping, but it's like, they just happen to have occurred in that same time frame. That's true. Now I, you know, clearly embraced the geriatric millennial yeah, sure. because there was nothing <laughs> else that came close. I mean, in a way I relate to millennials, but also not and this what's this next gen gen oh. z or whatever yeah well it just goes really the point is people who are of the same age and that same age should be within five years yeah then that's where you're gonna find similarities once you start looking at generations that are longer than 10 years you're definitely not gonna get the same type of people because yeah, right. things are especially now where things are advancing and changing so rapidly right before our eyes like look at yeah. our parents like people didn't think computers were good. like you couldn't have even fathomed the level of technology we now carry around with us that's true yeah and then here we are and it is a constant presence so yeah. much so that without it we will crumble <laughs> as a society yes so so you can't just be like yeah 15 years of people yeah they're about the same they're about the same no yeah it's so no, different I, I agree I mean like so I was born 82 and I think I can go back to mm, I think like anything past 78 like further like I can't get I don't get you were born in 77 I don't even know what that means then like but if I hit like 88 like I have no relation to you. Like it, if you were born in 1988, you're a child. I don't know you. I don't know what you went through. Oh my God. I heard an interview with somebody. They were like, yeah, I was born in 1999. So I'm a 90s baby. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You were born like you were yeah. born in 1999. I know the kids that say they're like 80s babe like they're 80s kids or whatever and I'm like yeah but like okay so I was born in 82 but like my real like core memories are from like 88 90 92 like right. my childhood was the 90s yeah yeah so like I I don't know I I mean I most definitely relate to the 90s most more than anything else because that's when we're developing so hardcore like yeah are the way we think about things that we're discovering a lot more in that time frame than we do in the same time frame as adults mm -hmm. exactly exactly and that's why it's so 
important. Like you said, it's like a core memory. Like those times are core memory because they really were. They created and changed us. Yeah. In more ways than any subsequent generation or decade could. Yes. And like, if you were born in 99, then I'm sorry, you don't have many memories that start prior to 2005 or 2006. Right. You're not a 90s baby. No. You didn't grow up wearing fucking fluorescent bike shorts and like fucking frilly lace shirts. I, I, you know, like you didn't go through that. So I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear Slash say the F word live on television. <laughs> was that Slash? Forget. So, no, somebody from, who was that? Was it somebody from Guns N' Roses? Somebody from Guns N' Roses. Where, do you remember that? They, they won an award and it's when the award shows were live on television. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And he said, fuck. And it was like, it like rang through the country's ears. I completely missed it. And I was looking at the television. I don't know how I missed it, but my mom freaked out. Uh, And then that's why there's a, what, 10 second delay on everything now. Yeah, right. And that's the other thing. These kids, like, you're, nothing is live anymore. Because it really is like, there's always this delay. Can't be live. We're too unpredictable as a society. As human beings, we're the most un- yeah. unpredictable people. Whatever. Well, that's what makes this show exciting. Yes. We bitch about the same stuff over and over and mm-hmm. over again. Yep. Like, Living in the past. <laughs> Things were the best when we were kids. Things are so much better. <laughs> we sound just like our parents. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what do you got coming up in your life? uh fucking nothing i don't know i'm gonna do an open mic on wednesday yeah i was gonna ask you about that it's been a little bit has since i got up there yeah after my big paying gig (laughs) do you have anything prepared uh for wednesday not really i have like a well i have a bunch of jokes I just haven't figured out how to tie it up. You know, I like to really wrap it up. Yeah. So. Uh, worst case scenario, I'm just going to tell the jokes that I didn't tell because they were too rough. <laughs> For those of you who can't see me shaking my head side to side in an absolute do not tell those jokes. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> You mean the one Stephanie said absolutely? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, don't yeah. Those. The, the, those are the ones. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. But that's only if I can't come up with like a good, it, it would be a cop out. Then I obviously canceled. wouldn't record it. Don't get canceled before it's too early. Like, don't get canceled when it's too early to get canceled. See, checking your drink. That's not really water, is it? I was going to get a drink. He was going to drink, but I drank it all. Uh, <laughs> you should have gotten me more water, bro. <laughs> you guys still podcasting or just bullshitting? Podcasting. Same thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we're just recording this. Yeah, but we're re- really your question is, are you recording? <laughs> yes, we are recording. Recommendations for Arizona. Go. That's an off-air question. Yeah, that's, an, that's a later question. Okay. All right. Well, well, I'll let you know how the stand-up goes. Okay. You better. So next time we record, I can tell you whether or not I cheated with the jokes that are just not right. 
you can just reuse a joke. I would reuse a joke before I told a joke like that's just not right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair note. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I am Sammy C. And I'm Asia. And this has been Sheets. V. Wow. The podcast. Okay, oh yeah, I should probably hit. <laughs>